This is a Lip Media Podcast. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wulgarukaba, Bindle and Wurundjeri peoples. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from the act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Book Slut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. I can't believe it's been a whole year of podcasting and I still don't know how to start the fucking podcast. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Bookslut. <laughs> Happy Merry Christmas. <laughs> How do you feel about the uh, Merry? I mean, essentially, I just spent a lot of time looking at different Christmas controversies during this oh. time. And one of them being the whole, which comes around every year, Happy Holidays, Merry oh, Christmas yeah. thing. I just feel like. I don't know, maybe I don't have that many friends, but not many people wish me a Merry Christmas. No. It's Except like, for on Christmas. Yeah, I aside from like your work colleagues and like maybe a middle-aged lady in the shopping centre, like who's saying it? Yeah, well, this is the thing. I have absolutely no problems with happy holidays, but I don't say it to anyone. <laughs> I, I have a problem with people who have a problem with happy holidays. Oh, yeah. I often have a problem with people who have the problem with the thing that shouldn't be a problem. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, a year. We've been doing it for a year. Yeah, a whole year. And what a year it has been. I looked back and we started um, releasing Bookslut in February. So I am amazed we've done almost an entire year of podcasting. That's that's pretty crazy. I know. Um, Did you have a favourite... A favourite book from this year? Uh, and, uh, to clarify, an erotic. <laughs> I have a lot of, a lot of opinions on books that I like, okay? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think Chuck Tingle is, is the biggest find that we've had. I mean, he's continued to provide us with entertainment throughout. That's true. So... He would definitely be, he would definitely be up there. Um, I think we're ending on a high note with this book. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) So I quite enjoyed that, but I don't know whether I can say that that's my favorite, considering I honestly cannot remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only one that's in your memory, so it's your favorite. It's like this and Fifty Shades of Grey, which I know I hated, so. Yeah, you hated that one. What about you? Um, look, I think for me, a highlight was definitely, um, the fan fiction episode and talking about Drapple and the giant squid (laughs) penetrating Hogwarts. You know, that weirdly comes up a lot for me now. (laughs) And also the other weird thing is that some of the stuff that we've researched has come up in random conversations with work colleagues. Me too. And I, because they don't know about the podcast, I have to keep on being like, in 
unrelated <laughs> note of a thing I've researched a lot about. They definitely think I'm like a sex pest. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, it's no secret. I, I haven't just moved town, so it's people know about it. But I always feel like a dick when I'm like, oh, yeah, when I was researching for the podcast, like what a <laughs> wanker thing to say. God. But yeah, that was a highlight for me. Definitely. Oh, mm. and do you have a- and the uh, the ginger butt plug? I think I just liked the the use oh of food. Oh my god, the ginger <laughs> butt plug! That was a good one. That was a good yeah, story. Really- I mean, I wasn't into it sexually. But I appreciated that it came out of nowhere. Damn. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what was that even? What was that episode even on? Safe sex. Safe sex. <laughs> So I guess the natural next question is, what was your least favorite book? <laughs> I I think it would have to be, I mean, it was funny, but that fucking pregnancy book, it really let me down. <laughs> the brides, the brides of yeah, Wulong. Like, especially because... I like half read so many books and spent quite a bit of money on shitty ebooks, you know, <laughs> to then, yeah, I just, it was surprising in a way that I didn't want it to be. <laughs> you let yourself down and you let Australia down. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. What about you? Did you have a yeah. least favorite? I mean, Fifty Shades. It, it sucked. It needed to be it done was- though. You took one for the team. Yeah, it was simultaneously shit and boring, and I just, I, I it was he, hard to get past that. But I vaguely remember, I think it was pucked, so you were like, I hated this even more. Did you not hate that more? Oh, I, I forgot about pucked. <laughs> <laughs> We've read some I truly think, awful books this year. <laughs> I think the thing with pucked is that it was shorter. I, I think that's probably what would tip. Fifty Shades Over for me is that it was like 300 pages yeah. whereas Pucked was like 30 or something or 100 or something. I feel like a running highlight yeah. for me has been all of the like the weird, well not weird, but like the fantasy ones. Like I really loved looking at mermaid sex and I really loved looking at werewolves and um, yeah, maybe yeah. I'm un- uncovering a kink here for me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be doing role play in no time. Little dressed up as a werewolf. <laughs> All right. So. So today we're talking about Christmas erotica. Christmas. So um, <laughs> I guess we should start with the disclaimer. I, Abby, froth Christmas. I love it. I love it so much. And the thing is that everybody assumes that I'm going to be a Grinch Hater of Christmas. Oh, people would assume that about you. Yeah, oh, they, it makes sense. I get it. Yeah, I get why they it follows that. your like <laughs> shtick. <laughs> it does. Um, but then I flip it for them. I flip it, and I'm like, no, Just guys, catch them by surprise. <laughs> no, guys, let's hit. Let's hang up that tinsel. Let's put more lights on this house. Fuck the environment. <laughs> let's up our electricity. <laughs> let's go. Uh, and I mean. Contrastingly, I am the Grinch. I'm the Grinch out of the, out of the pair of us. But I, I don't know if that like surprises people or what. I feel like I feel like you could go either way, and I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Like, mm. Um, and, and 
look, I think it has like evolved a bit. I hated it a lot growing up. Um, but then it's kind of softened. And I think a big part of that has been living with you for several years <laughs> and your fucking infectious Christmas spirit. Like the time I made you and Nick cut out like a hundred <laughs> snowflakes for that party. <laughs> yes, oh. but that looked amazing. So we stuck, we stuck them up to the roof with, um, fishing wire and then put like blue fairy lights around. That looked delightful yeah and i think we cut them most of them out while we were watching pride and prejudice or buffy north north and north and south north and south yeah i have like really fond memories of christmases when we were living together and would throw christmas parties that was really lovely um and now like i'm really looking forward to this year i don't like my family doesn't do gifts or anything like that but i my mum's an amazing cook and i can't wait to just like gorge myself Mm. on the food yeah Um, i think it's i mean it's a massive deal for me this year and i'm only really realizing that kind of the closer we get to it because i haven't been able to see my family for 12 months and my sister's had a baby and there's just kind of like a lot happening with my family at the moment so it is going to be like the closer it gets to me leaving I'm getting like really excited, which is weird for me yeah. because I don't normally do that with my family. Because um, I don't normally feel things. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm fundamentally a robot and um, <laughs> I love the bicentennial man. I mean, <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about the, the robot episode. Oh, God. Sex robot, sex robot. <laughs> Okay, but enough talking about, like, the wholesome side of Christmas. I want to talk about the fucking filthy side of Christmas. Yeah, so, um, (laughs) so here's the thing. I've discovered that there is, like, there's a lot of erotica that is apparently on its surface Christmas-themed, you know, Mm -hmm. in that, but if you dig deeper, if you get, like, right down into it, you realise that, it's actually just people fucking on Christmas. And that wasn't enough for oh. me. It wasn't enough. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like, it's like the classic diehard debate, right? Like it's, it is held at Christmas, but it's not a Christmas themed film. I was really you know? wondering where you were going with that, but that is such a perfect analogy. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Merry um, Christmas. I- <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So I wanted to find something that was like, it was, it was proper Christmas, you know? You wanted someone to be like, fucking Santa? Exactly. (laughs) This is exactly what I wanted. Because that's proper Christmas. (laughs) That's how I define it. Because that's what Christmas is all about. (laughs) Okay. Um, And so I did read, I read a short one, which is not the one that we're going to talk about. That was essentially about someone having sex with Jack Frost which I thought oh. was kind of cool and a little bit like of the alternative Christmas spirit. Jack yep. Frost does not get enough sex or mentions. <laughs> What's Jack Frost in Christmas? Steel? Is he just the snow? He brings snow. Well, I, think, I mean, yeah, I didn't actually look into him. Yeah. But... I don't think that's much of a thing in Australia, <laughs> I, I I guess. Yeah, but I think he's got like a whole fairy tale business oh. behind him. But okay. Anyway. So, I read that and it was just it was like there wasn't enough because essentially the only thing was that he was cold to touch. And I was like, well, yeah, he's, a, he's essentially a snowman. 
Yeah, you're right. That isn't enough. I love how picky we're getting now. It's like, oh, I have to read multiple books to find one that like meets my needs. <laughs> meets my very niche needs. Yeah. And then the other thing that I discovered about Christmas erotica, which I'd not come up against before, is that a lot of the books, you can't get them anymore. I don't know. They've been taken down oh. or something. I, I tried to find a whole bunch of them and they kept on telling me that, yeah, I just I couldn't access them through Amazon anymore um, to put on my Kindle library of shame. <laughs> me too. <laughs> we really need to come up with a better way to source our erotica. I know. We need a more ethical erotica source. Yeah. If anyone has any hot tips, you let us know. <laughs> but um but I thought that I would I'd read you out the blurbs of a couple that I looked at but couldn't find but really wanted to read. Ooh, fun. It's like it's like we get to watch just the previews and I love the previews. <laughs> Every, you know what? That's a real sign of growing up, I think. Because I used to hate the previews, but now I'm like, preview is part of the best bit. Oh, absolutely. I do uh, not want to be late to the movies. No, I want to see all of like, what's, what's coming up and then get excited about it and then never go to see them. (laughs) Exactly. I want to feel like all of the feelings in that three minutes and then let it go by. (laughs) Like it never happened. So we've got uh, Wicked Wonderland. When Nick and Chris... The half-face sons of human mothers aren't using Santa's sleigh in the off-season to make deliveries for their booming sex toy business. They're setting off sensual fireworks in the bedroom. <laughs> Aw, sounds delightful. But then, and I believe I did already send this to you, but I think it bears repeating. That's just the snippet of the blurb that I thought said the most about the story. Then it had a product warning section that says, Explicit menage a trois hot MFM scenes, hot male-on-male scenes, a ruthless stalker who torments the heroine, sex toys, sex on rooftops, spankings, BDSM, dark fae, bird men, (laughs) orphans, strippers, centaurs, a violent battle between good and evil creatures on board a ship, true love, and sex in Santa's sleigh. (laughs) Wait. I'm so confused because it sort of started out like it was like a like a content warning, and then it's like sex on a rooftop. Is that is that upsetting to people? Centaurs? A violent battle between good and evil creatures on board a ship. Real specific. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like an excellent excellent tale. I'm I'm sad you didn't get to yes. read that one. And then the one that I really, really wanted to read but could not find. I went on a deep trawl through the internet to find this book. Penetrating Claws. (laughs) Semicolon. The Private, Brackets, and Uncensored, Confessions of Toysin Tinkerbottoms. (laughs) Sorry. What? (laughs) When young and inexperienced Toysin Tinkerbottoms Manages to land a dream job at Santa's workshop. All is not as it seems when the seductive Mrs. Claus takes a lustful interest in the handsome elf. Will he succumb to the advances of this aged yet tantalizing and forbidden woman? Oh my god. You know what though? <laughs> I feel like there's it's not as often that people are sexualizing Mrs. Claus. So great. You reckon? I feel like okay, so maybe not Mrs. Claus 
the character of Mrs. Claus, but like all of the sexy female Santa suits. Yeah, but I just I thought they were all Mrs. Oh, Claus. I never. I don't interpret them as Mrs. Claus. I just interpret them as like I'm a Christmas skank, you know. And I mean that with love. <laughs> like I mean, I'm into it, but like I don't see them as Mrs. Claus. I because Mrs. Claus in my brain is like jolly and matronly. like matronly and like have a cookie and you know drinking milk mm. or something i don't know yeah i guess i just assumed any woman in the claws outfit maybe it's just was santa's claus. slutty daughters from all of his uh <laughs> all of his affairs across the globe <laughs> wouldn't that be great they just like all come home wearing the like red mini skirts with the white fluffy yeah. thing around <laughs> daddy oh, oh. <laughs> Oh no! And that's where this conversation is ultimately going, right? Because Santa's Santa's a daddy. Santa's the ultimate daddy. <laughs> oh. Um, so the one that I did read is called "A Christmas Elf" by Teal St. Clair, and I don't know if this is just because of my aforementioned Christmas spirit, but it was just like overwhelmingly cute. And I found it quite difficult to reconcile the sex part (laughs) with the, like, cute Christmassy part. Right. (laughs) Because it'll all be like, it'll be like, we're finding your Christmas spirit. Suck my cock. (laughs) And I'll be like, ah! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like, you you expect that behavior from the Grinch, but you wouldn't expect it from little... The cute little elves. Would you expect that from the Grinch? <laughs> Have you, I mean, what? Who is the um, Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. That character is so abrasive. In a porno <laughs> yeah. version, I could absolutely imagine he's the kind of guy who'd be like, "Suck it!" I yeah, I totally can see it. <laughs> Here's I mean, your Christmas present. I can kind of, <laughs> I can kind of see it, but. I don't know, it wasn't the first thing that came to my head. (laughs) But anyway, so this is the story of a grumpy and apparently like perpetually cold elf who is too grumpy for Santa's workshop. And okay, the like job satisfaction of Santa's workshop in this book sounds shit because like all she did was paint red. She just painted things red. So she was in charge of like, fire trucks and whatever and just painting it red boring i'd be fucking grumpy too yeah the elves should unionize it's not the first nor the last time i will say this (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah absolutely so um essentially she's too grumpy and santa's like okay i'll let you back in the workshop but you have to find the christmas spirit of this guy that i'm gonna send you to and he's like (laughs) super hot find the chris what does that even mean you know it's like it's like what's that one of you know scrooge where oh, he yeah. has to find his you know christmas spirit i don't know yeah okay um, all right so the guy's hot and to quote his deep brown hair reminded marley of the summer coat of the reindeer <laughs> sexy the- the short above-the-ear haircut he wore was similar to the typical male elf hairstyle. Okay. <laughs> yep. And so 
Wait, is is he an elf as well, or is it just some random dude? No, he's a human. Okay, and she just she gets sent to what she calls the outside world. Okay, is she small? Like, are the elves in this world teeny tiny? No, I, she's not teeny tiny. I did think that she was about four foot, but then I realized that that was her sitting down or like kneeling down. So I think she'd be like five foot. Okay, just a short human, really. Yeah, she's just a short human with pointed ears and she likes to wear shoes that have, you know, the little curls on them. Yep. <laughs> I mean, curly shoes. it's a fashion choice. <laughs> you know what I've never been able to reconcile in my brain? Christmas elves versus Lord of the Rings elves. That's mm. just a side note that I, I, I think about. <laughs> this is what I think about sometimes. Because <laughs> Lord of the Rings elves would fuck. Christmas elves probably still would, but I'd be more reluctant about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about about where maybe they're like different elf races. Mm. Well, that's a good point. I shouldn't assume that there's you only know? one elf race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so the thing is, elves apparently are very asexual beings. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, Christmas elves at least, obviously. I mean, like Okay. Not not dishing on Lord of the Rings elves, but like to the point that she like doesn't even know what it is. Ah, you know. Okay. So the the problematic part of this book was very much the like innocency, childish thing happening. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she's there and she's like, "I'm gonna help you find your Christmas spirit," and so <laughs> she's like, "Part of <laughs> part of Christmas spirit is sharing." So what we should do is share your bed mm. in this, like, very platonic way. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a bit of a leap, but sure. <laughs> so before the guy, Jacob, which is a good name. Is that because I you like know Jacob. a Jacob? Hi, Jacob. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about it, but, I mean, maybe. I don't know, but it's, it's, I mean, it's better than Steve. That is, I know a Steve. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Before Jacob knows or realizes that she actually doesn't know anything about sex, she he has these kind of like internal monologue parts where it's like, Jacob draped his forearm across his eyes, innocent but seductive. It was a wicked combination that stronger men than he had succumbed to. So I just want to pause for a second on that because it's like, she literally knows nothing about sex. So in what way is she being seductive? Mm. I feel like seduction implies that you have the intent to seduce someone, right? Yeah, well, that's an interesting point. I feel like that kind of raises this idea of like being um, just like existing and that being enough to mm. to be seductive. Often that is paired with ideas around femininity and it's like you're just existing in the world to do living your life and then when someone else has a reaction to that it's perceived as you doing something when really it's on Jacob yeah this is and this is what I was thinking right because I feel like you could be say innocent but sexy because that's him saying you're sexy Mm. you know like there are the things that you're doing I find yeah sexy oh, do you, myself do you are you saying like that the the idea of seducting kind of implies you're an active participant yeah i feel like calling someone seductive requires them to be seducing you mm. and the idea of seducing someone is that you kind of know what you're 
doing. I don't I don't know if that's just me, but that's kind of what I think when I think of seducing. Yeah, that- you have to have the intent there to be like, "Ooh, I'm going to Yeah. Yeah. I feel like saying someone's seductive when they have no idea what they're doing is kind of putting the um the intent on them. Yeah. When it's like, actually, she has no idea what it is to be seductive because maybe maybe I like maybe I'm wrong on this, but maybe we're that's... overthinking it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never say so. <laughs> but I think and, and like not just in this narrative, I think that's something that comes up a lot in discourse, you know, around women's actions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, but anyway, then like lots of pages go by, like lots. This book was like 230 pages. Oh my God. Well done. Um, thank you. I didn't realize that when I started, but anyway, um, and essentially the only, the sexy things that happened is that they fall asleep and they wake up like dry humping each other, essentially. Oh yeah. And then. Oh, this is this is because and she in her internal monologue she's like, oh, this is my fault because I have this annoying unelf like tendency mm. to to cuddle people. Elves don't like being touched. Apparently, oh. <laughs> what kind of weird ass conditioning is happening in fucking in Santa's workshop? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just sounds like a sad time. Well, it sounds like they've been conditioned to be super productive little capitalist machines. That's what, that's what I'm getting. Because if you're not Eat cuddling, the elves. you're making things. Eat the elves. Eat the elves. <laughs> and then the other thing, the other sexy bit that's going on is that he is having increasingly sexy dreams about her. Um, mm, Christmas magic. <laughs> yeah, one of them is Jacob stepped into his living room the newly lit tree glowing with hundreds of lights, because she put up a Christmas tree, even though he hates Christmas. From behind the tree, Marley appeared, wearing nothing but Christmas lights. <laughs> and I was like, hasn't this person ever touched a Christmas light when it's been on mm. for a while? Like, that shit is going to burn. Also, I'm not putting that on my naked body. Yeah. It would look kind of fun, though. But It would yes. look great. <laughs> Did Jacob say anything or like question anything when an elf showed up at his door out of the blue? He doesn't. He, sorry, he doesn't know she's an elf. <laughs> he thinks that she is the niece of his housekeeper because he's also a billionaire. Obviously. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and then he's having this like meeting, this, you know, important meeting or whatever. And she dresses up real sexy for it and hangs mistletoe everywhere because somebody told her that there's like Christmas magic in mistletoe. And oh my like, God, Marley, get a clue at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that. And then he's like, no, people kiss under mistletoe and then they kiss. And she's like, Oh my God, what is this? This is amazing. So, after he realizes that she has no idea about sex at all, he like goes to some length to explain to her what sex is and to be like, I would like to have sex with you, but I think you need some time to like deal with what it is and come back to me. Oh, and, I like, love that. I know. I was so pleasantly oh. surprised by the amount of like informed consent in this book. That's beautiful. 
Speaking um, of um, informed consent, when Santa was like, Oi, Marley, you're going into the, the, out, the, like, the unknown world. Like, where is the responsibility here to send out a completely naive being into a world of men, <laughs> essentially? To face this world of men, <laughs> timid t- and shy and scared are you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, um, she had an orientation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then when the whole sex thing comes up, she says, a quick glance at her Elf in the Outside World handbook, there was one line hidden in the back, sex. Contact Santa for more details. Ew, don't. Curvy <laughs> Santa. She also, she meets this other elf out in the outside world who she thought had just disappeared because he had also been grumpy and he was sent on a, like, you know, trip to the outside world and then he just never came back. And she's like, oh, I thought you just kind of, like, died or something. <laughs> and he's like, nah, I decided to stay here. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom from the, the shackles of the workshop. Freedom from the capitalist pig in red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then for the rest of the book, she refers to sex as the sex. <laughs> oh, bless. I love that. And so she decides that she, she wants to have sex with Jacob. And she comes back and she says, and they like make out and whatever. And she says, are we going to have the sex? And he says, do you want that? And she says, Yes. And then his response is, you sound a little unsure. Why don't we just play a bit and then you can decide. Oh, Jacob. And then before he sticks his dick in her, he checks again. He's like, are you, are you sure like you want to keep going? And she's like, yep, go for it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Christmas so- spirit. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's- and then he found his Christmas spirit. <laughs> And then she tells him an, she's an elf by accident. She's really angry and it just kind of slips out in a kind of weird, angry monologue that, you know, heroines do every now and then for yep. a plot point. Yeah. And and he's all like, lol, I think you should go see a doctor, which fair enough. Like, <laughs> are we in a universe where like Santa's a myth? Yes. We're in we're in just essentially our universe. OK. Yeah. And then an elf is also there. But yes, everybody thinks Santa's a myth and, you know, she's like, no, it's it's real. Like, I can grant wishes because elf magic is essentially just to grant wishes. That's the only magic they have. Then why and... are they spending their days painting? <laughs> That's a good point. Why aren't they, like, <laughs> out on the streets granting wishes? Like, there's a much better use of their time. Yeah, and they'd probably get paid a lot better. she says you know i'm an elf and he's like nah and she's like if you tell me your christmas wish and it comes true on christmas then you know that's proof that i'm an elf and she gets like senses of wishes from people and she gets this really vivid image of her naked kneeling on the ground before him her hands tied behind her back her eyes staring at the ground and he essentially tells her to suck him off in his, like, wish thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he's also got this whole BDSM thing going on. <laughs> okay. Which is just hanging in the background where essentially 
he experimented with BDSM. And there's a line saying he'd experimented with BDSM in his younger days, but found the lifestyle didn't match his professional goals well. What does that mean? Because <laughs> he's a businessman and businessmen are serious and not into kinky sex. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of very serious businessmen out there who are <laughs> real into kinky shit. <laughs> so she gets this vivid image but doesn't say anything. And then he says, you know, my mum should have a puppy. So he gives off this wish that he's like, it's impossible. My mother hates puppies or something. I don't know. It's not that important. <laughs> and then they agree not to talk about the elf thing anymore. And then they start having sex a lot. And then and then they fall in love. Spoiler. But again, the way that the sex was described, to be honest, the sex scenes were pretty good. He uses cunt quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, you know, we all know I'm into. So that was good. But then there were other things. Who knew you'd find consent and cunt and stuff in, in, a, in a Christmas in erotica? In Christmas. I know. It was really pleasantly surprising i was like oh okay (laughs) um and then there are some great like there are some great descriptions it's got his tongue slid whisper soft across her skin sending a flurry of sparkles through her body i love that she called it sparkles that's cute (laughs) he's giving oh he also gives her a lot of head so that's good i mean that's the kind of christmas Um, i want (laughs) yeah he's giving her head and then he says Delicious. Still watching her, he spread her lower lips and flicked his tongue delicately across her flesh. Better than any Christmas candy. I mean, (laughs) he's not wrong. (laughs) I just, I had a real vivid, vivid image of a man giving me head and then being like, better than Christmas candy. Oh no, you know what it makes me think of? You know what it makes me think of, which is totally inappropriate. Makes me think of, um... Mmm, much too good for children. (laughs) Inappropes. The Trunchbull? You're telling me you wouldn't have sex with the Trunchbull? Oof, no. I, no. (laughs) Or, oof. Maybe. She could, like, throw you around. I was going to say, maybe I'm feeling, if I was feeling, like, real subby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then there was also this one, which I just wanted to gauge your opinion of, because I think it's a new phrase. Marley hummed softly and rolled with him as he pulled his cock from her wet haven. Haven? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it sounds very like, I want to go there. Like, haven sounds <laughs> nice. Like, quite luscious. Yeah. Well, Jacob, he goes there. <laughs> and he he gets right in there. <laughs> so after they have sex a few times, she's kind of like, ooh, sex is fun. And then there's like this great scene where he, they've just had sex and he gets a phone call because he's an important businessman. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, mur, 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 business, business, business. And she is like on the mattress and she kind of moves and feels a little bit of sparkles going on. Mm. And so she kind of starts moving on the mattress, essentially dry humping it. And then she's like, maybe if I put my hand down there. Yes. yes! <laughs> while he's While he's all like, business 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 (laughs) you know in his monologue it's kind of like watching marley masturbate is like one of the sexiest things i've ever seen kind of thing and it was so good (laughs) (laughs) but 
essentially, because she's his manic pixie dream girl, mm. they fall in love and he finds his Christmas spirit and then she goes back to the workshop. Why would Christmas. you go back to the workshop, Marley? <laughs> it's her home. She's been brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes back to the workshop and she's all sad face about it. Yeah. And <laughs> then on Christmas, she he finds out that his mum got gifted a puppy. <gasps> the Christmas... Oh, sorry. Before she goes back to the workshop, she plays out his little BDSM fantasy. Oh, that's... That's nice. And it was... <laughs> It was quite nice. Yeah, it was quite nice. So, and then she's all like, farewell, my love, and goes back to the workshop. Does he believe that she's an elf now? Was he like, oh, I just fucked an elf? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So he now believes that she's an elf, and he's like, oh, man, fuck. How do I get to the North Pole? (laughs) And then he goes from being like a Grinch to... Being sad, but keeping all the Christmas decorations up and listening to Christmas music all the time. That's a bit sad. (laughs) That's a bit grim. And then then he writes writes a letter to Santa being like, I hope wherever Marley is, she's happy. I have, you know, I have to let her go. I love her, blah, blah, blah. And then Santa turns up and is like, Hey, Jacob, it's Santa. (laughs) And then Santa's like, poof, Christmas magic. Here's a bag. And inside the bag is Marley bound and gagged. Santa, you (laughs) filthy man. And takes her like gag off. And she's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, (laughs) you were Santa just like kidnapped Marley from the (laughs) workshop. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed a bit much. And then, um... And then they have lots of kids because Santa tells Jacob elves are really fertile. Fuck and off, then... Santa. That is a weird <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> and then, poof, Christmas magic, he disappears. I tell you what, Santa sounds like a creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and all of their kids are born on the 25th of December. Oh, it's already a busy time. <laughs> I know. And who wants to, who wants to have their birthday nobody, on Christmas? Nobody wants that. Nobody. So I give the story seven out of ten eggnogs. <laughs> we haven't rated many of our books, have we? <laughs> no. Um, the children, are they mm-hmm. elves? They're elves, apparently. Do, do, is there like some awful, like, I've done a deal with the devil and now all our children have to go to the workshop? <laughs> oh, no, Santa's just going to bind and gag them and poof them up to the North Pole. Oh. Seems to be his way. Oh, Santa. No. It's in your blood, children. <laughs> <laughs> Come and sew buttons on the dolls. <laughs> like, do that by magic. Why would you can grant wishes? Like, why are you doing you manual labor? It's weird, but until you started talking about this, that didn't even enter my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because it's the end of the year and I I cannot do any more work like the thought of doing work (laughs) is like abhorrent to me yeah so um wow so i mean it was it was only mildly problematic which i think is like quite an achievement yeah i was expecting that to be way more problematic i feel like if i had have chosen any of the others probably but (laughs) 
this one, yeah, it was it was quite cute. So I guess we'll take a break and we'll come back and chat about Christmas. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think one of the things I find weird about commercialized Christmas and, and, and modern Christmas mm. is the weird sexy songs. There's so many. Like, I, it's it's not a sexy, I mean, Santa is objectively, he's not a sexy character. Although, you know who is a sexy Santa? The evil Santa in Belgium. Have I, you seen the evil no. Santa? He's like all dressed in black. He's got whips. He oh. like, I don't know, chases children around. Uh... <laughs> I th- he's like he's like if you've been naughty you see like evil santa you know yeah, i mean he's right. supposed to be he's supposed to be you know nightmarish and whatever but i think he's kind of hot <laughs> I, I mean i think like doing research for this episode it was funny because yeah i similarly to you like i find there's nothing about santa or even just like christmas in general that i find arousing like mm. I, the thought of like wanting to have sex with Santa is so foreign to me. But as it turns out, there are plenty of people who froth that. I like the more that I read about it and kind of like just in general kind of dove into the internet world of sexy Santa. I kind of like could get it on an intellectual level of like, oh, there's this kind of erotic element you'll get rewarded if you're good and you'll get punished if you're bad i'm like yeah that's sexy as soon as you put a santa hat on it (laughs) it's not sexy less sexy (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the whole premise of this episode kind of boggles my mind a bit Mm. what about elves though you know i mean if it's legolas damn (laughs) but if it's fucking will ferrell if it's Will Ferrell in a hat, no. <laughs> if it's Legolas with a Santa hat on. Oh, I'd be confused, but I'd, I'd still... I'd, <laughs> Legolas is one of my earliest erotic loves, so... <laughs> uh. You're shaking your head at me. <laughs> Legolas. He's so lame. Yeah, Carry on. I mean, you just say that because you're an Aragorn girl. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Sure. That would be a compromise I'm willing to make. <laughs> okay, good to know. Good to know where we stand. Wait, would you have sex with Santa <laughs> or elves? Um, I reckon, you know what would be really interesting? A, like, Gulliver's travel situation with, like, many little elves, but in oh, an orgy. <laughs> that'd be interesting. And you're just, like, the big human lying like in the, the middle. the giantess. <laughs> Like tiny little tongues being like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I mean, whatever gets you off, Abby, it's fine. <laughs> We've gotten so derailed. We're talking about songs. <laughs> Let's go back to songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like just because 
And it lends itself so easily to weird sexy puns. <laughs> it really does. You know? Like, even like ho 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 and emptying sacks and going down chimneys. Oh, and- there's... It's rife. It's like <laughs> some, some, fil- some of the filthy mind has written the entirety of Christmas. <laughs> um, I was listening to some, some sexy Christmas songs this afternoon. Yeah, you sent them to me. They were yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's safe to say that Santa Baby is like the uh, one of the more popular and like well-known sexy Christmas songs. I'd never like properly listened. Eartha Kit, chef's kiss. So good. I'd never really paid attention to the lyrics that much before. And then I read them today and I was just like, oh, wow. Like it's not subtle <laughs> at all. <laughs> but there's this moment in it where she's like, think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be oh so good if you check off my Christmas list. And I was just like, oh, this whole, like, innocence thing again. I mean, it's of a time. Mm. When was it written? Like, the 40s or something? Around that time. Maybe a bit earlier, even. But, like, it's an objectively sexy song where she's asking Santa to come fuck her, you know, chimney or Mm. whatever. And... (laughs) (laughs) Come fuck me in my chimney. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also, like, paired with this, but I'm so innocent and I haven't kissed anyone all year, you know? Yeah, Try a pandemic, Eartha. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into this song. You know how there's always those one or two artists that feel the deep burning need to bring out a Christmas album every year? Mm. Um, it's like, just don't. Just don't cover it. I mean, just don't bring out a Christmas album every year. <laughs> but that's, I mean, what do I know? Uh, speaking of covers... Obviously, what would Christmas be without Michael Bublé doing Uh, covers of something? He did a cover of Santa Baby in 2011, which I don't know if you've heard it. I listened to it this afternoon. I I did not like it. But the thing that stood out (laughs) to me was for majority of the song, instead of saying baby, he says Santa buddy. And no, I was like, this is so aggressively musically being like no homo you know yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely like fucking hell so you know and that that makes me not like him even more mm, fair enough um so i guess you should maybe chat about christmas yeah <laughs> so i i thought that it might be worthwhile looking a little bit at the history of it. Um, Not in depth. I'm sure you can find that content elsewhere. But the thing that... On all your favourite Christmas podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing that, um, that, like, stands out to me that I thought was relevant is this idea of St. Nick being the patron saint of sex workers, which I didn't know about. Um, I mean... Not to get ahead of ourselves, he's a patron saint of many people and things. Yeah, I think he's like the patron saint of gifts, of children, and of sailors, I think, are the are the kind of common ones. Yeah. So the most famous story about Saint Nick, um, yeah, aside from, you know, later when he becomes Santa, Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> um, is about him coming across these three impoverished sisters 
and then he saves them from a life of prostitution by delivering three bags of gold to their indebted father so that he can pay for their dowries so that they can get married and then no longer have to go and do sex work. Air quotes around prostitution. Now he's the patron saint of sex workers? Yeah, essentially. And I I read this very Catholic blog post about this particular story and essentially saying that because sex workers in the eyes of um, religion are abhorrent and, you know, sinning and blah, 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 that St. Nick is so good that he would show charity and love to sex workers to offer them another way. Wow, that's upsetting. Yeah, so that's... uh, (laughs) super problematic and um it's so it's it's challenging to resist the urge to to fall into you know being like oh it was of a time but it's bullshit because those kinds of ideas still are super prevalent today i still think like shouldn't jesus be the patron saint of sex workers because wasn't mary magdalene a sex worker and they were like in love and shit (laughs) he's the true patron saint (laughs) certainly a patron <laughs> I mean, doesn't that make more sense as a patron saint to be someone who actually, you know, pays sex workers rather than marrying them off? I don't want my patron saint to be someone who doesn't want me to do my job. No, absolutely not. God. I want my patron saint to be someone who enjoys my job. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I that could actually all be incorrect. Um I mean, look, this isn't a history podcast. If you came here for history and accurate facts. (laughs) So I have some myth busting. Do you want to hear my myth busting? Yeah. These are some facts that I thought were true about Christmas that are not true. Um, I love learning. (laughs) That's the true Christmas spirit. (laughs) This is my gift to you. (laughs) Have you heard the myth about how Coca-Cola turned Santa red? For advertising? Oh, no, but it sounds like something they do, jerks. Well, yeah, somebody told me that and I was like, well, that makes sense because Coca-Cola's evil. Mm. Um, not true. Santa was depicted as red much before Coca-Cola's advertising, which had him as red. Uh, nowhere in the Bible is it mentioned that there were three wise men. Huh. Also, Jesus, not born on Christmas Day. When was he bo- I mean, because didn't they adapt Christmas from, like, a pagan holiday? Also a myth. Oh, what? Yeah, also ah. a myth. Apparently, there's, like... I mean, I think I think it kind of makes sense that, that they took some parts of it, but, like, it's not as much as what everybody says it was. It was, like, if you go back into the history, uh, www biblicalarchaeology.com tells me. This sounds factual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this they all came from The Guardian, all of these myth-busting. Oh, I mean, they fact-check. Yeah, and then I kind of went on a search to double fact-check to see what it was. But yes, yes <laughs> it's apparently... Yeah. They believe that Jesus was born in March. He was conceived and uh, crucified on the same day. That's the belief. What? Conceived? Not on the same day of the same year. I was going to say, that's a a big day. (laughs) Just like on on the same day, sometime in March, around Easter. 
Um, which is when he was crucified. Yeah. Okay. No, sorry. I was just working that yeah. out in my brain. And they and crucified, they, resurrected, but not born yeah. on Christmas. Also born around then. And the other thing is that apparently Rome used to have like a massive, they used to have a census or something. Oh, no. You know how, I don't know how much you know about the biblical version of Christmas, but they were going to be counted in this census. That's the reason that they were like on their way. And that census just would not have happened in winter because it was like freezing and people Mm. would have died. So it's much more likely to have happened in like the spring time. Wait, that's where that's where Joseph and Mary were going. Yeah. You know, not once have I asked or wondered where were they going? So there you go. (laughs) Planning. To, To me, they're just like wandering around <laughs> in Bethlehem just be like oh, I'm so pregnant Help. <laughs> I mean look there's a lot of nonsense that's going on in these stories I just didn't question it <laughs> do you have any more otherwise I've got a couple now nah, I'm done I'll bring the sex back into this sexy uh, non-sexy sex podcast <laughs> um just a couple of little porn hub tidbits i did try to find like do people have more sex at christmas or less sex or i feel like it should be noted that like christmas can be an incredibly stressful time for people oh yeah so you know like it's not yeah there's a lot of stresses on it particularly if remember when i said that halloween was the sexiest holiday stand by Mm. it Yeah, and it's I like I totally get that as well. It can bring up a lot of stuff for people, and it can mm. be incredibly unpleasant. And people who are far away from home, or people who don't have good relationships with their family, and kind of getting this force-fed narrative of like be together on Christmas, yeah. kind of. I very much can see why people would hate it, and I think that's fair enough. Yeah, you were just blessed with a beautiful family, but if you live with me. <laughs> You will be making snowflakes <laughs> and we will be hanging up lights. That's beautiful. Um, Pornhub traffic generally goes down on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, which is, I guess, an indication that people are like spending time with their families and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is probably having like quality time, I guess. Um, searches for Santa go up by 447% around Christmas time. On There's Pornhub? Also- yeah. It's so weird. There's also like several thousand Grinch themed videos. I see, you know, you know if- the, now that I've had a while to think about it, the Grinch does make way more sense to me. If I was going to Pornhub any Christmas character, it would probably be the Grinch. You reckon? I mean, what other Christmas characters are there? I mean, I would probably go Jack Frost just because it's a hot name and I reckon he'd be hot. It is a hot name <laughs> for a cold man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Grinch maybe, but he's very furry. Not that that's necessarily a problem. Do you think the Grinch has a human penis? Because he's not a human. You know what I'm just thinking of, and this is really unfortunate. You know the Jim Carrey movie where he's got those really awful, like, long fingers and it, like, goes into, like, a fluff at the top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm picturing his penis like. I mean, it is, like, the Who. Aren't the Whovians? Like, isn't their whole world a bit curly? I'm picturing, like, a duck like corkscrew penis you're making it sound less and less appealing <laughs> look i don't maybe think- something obscure like um like the 
Oh no, that's that's. I was gonna say maybe like the ghost of Christmas past, but isn't that like a tiny kid? That's <laughs> not. That's not where I wanted to go. <laughs> what about Christmas spirit as an abstract concept? I oh, that. that'd be good. Like, because it's just okay. it's just joy, right? Yeah, you know that would be it's such a like, good time. That would be sparkles. That would imagine be sparkles. picturing that. Like you just mean like. Ah. <laughs> it'd probably be like sex on X, surely. I mean, I've I've never done that, but sure. Well, you'd just be like, mm, yeah, everything. Is really so- feeling yeah. yourself, just like, oh yeah, this is good. <laughs> oh my god, we've gone so over time. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Oh, the final, the last remaining um, fact I had, which just stood out to me, was that so men are more likely to search for Christmas-related terms on Pornhub than women. Make of that what you will. But women are 220% more likely to search for old Santa Claus, specifically. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do you. (laughs) Gets you there. Also, like... It's weird that you'd specify an age because isn't Santa like just old Santa Claus? Is there young Santa Claus? (laughs) So there you go. There's some uh, festive porn stats for you. Love it. Anyway, let's finish it up here. But I I think just to wrap up, uh, thanks everyone who's listened this year. It's been a wild ride. I hope you've enjoyed the smart. (laughs) Um, And we're taking a break over... The next month or so, yeah. we deserve it. You deserve a break. We'll be back in January at some point. Take the time to read some smart. <laughs> Santa baby, hurry down the <laughs> chimney tonight. Mm, books, love.